Hello and welcome to a Kicking Myself podcast. Wait, who the hell are you? I am back again. Oh, thank God. Ross. And Ross. Ross, we've <laughs> missed you. Where have and you I, been? I definitely just stole that opening from uh, from Morgan there. He was definitely prepared to do it. <laughs> no, pretty, I, uh... that was pretty smooth, though. Like, it, 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 sounded, it sounded just like Morgan. Yeah. Uh, Oh, ooh, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so we have all three of us back today. We're doing a little remote recording because Ross, where are you right now? I am in New Jersey at TCG Con. It's a, a trading card game con, so it's like anything trading card games. And how many hours of sleep have you got? <laughs> three, maybe four. Uh, no, when I got to my room, the people I was sharing it with were watching South Park, so uh, <laughs> uh, I definitely got less hours than I wanted to. I think I got two, um, but I'm Ooh, also nice. trapped in the recording studio. Um, for details, I will explain later. I'll start off this, this episode with a little... A little um... Wait, did you lose the key? No, I didn't oh, lose that's... the key. Okay. I'm deciding on liquid death and, uh, and potato chips. Right, Seth? That's a that's a it's a pretty good diet. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Probably see most no people listening question. don't know what liquid death is. All right, so liquid death, uh, just for every well, actually we shouted it out. It's water. It, it's, yeah, it's it's literally just water. Yeah, <laughs> it's water in a can. It's water in a can for the Alps, but they also have flavored versions of it, which uh, I am stocking up on constantly. But as everyone knows, this is a Magic the Gathering podcast, a Bad Beats podcast, a fun podcast. And a friend podcast. And the friend part, I want to uh, kind of start a little early. I have a surprise for Ross, and he's not here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Seth and me talked about, talk about a couple episodes ago how, like, we have this unwritten thing of getting cards for each other because, we, we you know, that's just our, our group policy. Now, Ross yeah. has been after a specific card for a certain CDH deck for a long time now. And I bought him a copy the other, uh, actually five minutes ago. Um, Uh-oh. Uh, so in addition, what is this foil, in addition to a foil Allosaurus Shepherd, Ross has been looking for a foil Eldritch Evolution for God knows how long. <laughs> and I just was like, I, I pulled the trigger on an Eldritch Evolution foil for him. So when I see him this coming week, he will have an Eldritch Evolution foil for himself. That's actually awesome. Uh, I really <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, I don't know how long I've been actually looking for one. It's because I don't really buy online. I mostly try to buy from stores and support local uh, stores. Oh, man, it's crazy. Yeah, no one no one has Eldritch Evolutions foil, yeah, which is really weird. It's real weird. Yeah, and uh, look, I'm going to shout out James Keen for this. Of uh, James Keen of Sick Deals. Uh, they've been hooking me up with a lot of really cool foils for decks that I've been building at really good prices. They had one. I went through a 300-page spreadsheet to try and trim it down. And uh, guess what? It was on the first page. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the trigger on it, and Ross will be picking up a foil borderless Allosaurus Shepherd and a foil Eldritch Evolution for me next week. Nice. Looking oh. forward to it. Nice yeah. little upgrade. Nice little upgrade. Um, speaking of upgrades, uh, Seth, I will, I, I will, I will do one, this last topic and then, then we will get off this commander's, le- uh, commander legend, boulders gate subject forever. I, I caved and traded for a foil ancient brass borderless dragon. <laughs> Your obsession Jesus with that Christ. card continues to reach new heights. Um, and, uh, my spec pay that card like terrible. It's not good. Uh, it's in the treasure deck. Okay. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I understand where it's going, but yeah. isn't that card like terrible? Well, so we uh, we played a game last week with Victor, who is one of our friends from our play group uh, that we meet on Sundays or Saturdays, depending on the day. And Victor kicked the crap out of me and Min and another player uh, with his all foil borderless dragon pimped out, really ridiculous deck, and ancient brass or bronze or whatever the dragon is, the red one. I'm sorry because I can't remember. He had two on the field at the same time. Kicked the crap out of us. Nice. I mean, it is it is good in the sense that like it's a big giant dragon with a powerful attack trigger, but like it is still just a big giant dragon. Yeah, but <laughs> I also we also were thinking about getting back to the casual base. Like there is that limit that we've been 
playing we've either been playing at really powerful cdh or we've been playing at underpowered now i'm finding the line between the two and uh my jolene the plunder queen deck uh is really sweet i also got to watch an episode jolene, jolene. so i was about to lean into that i got to watch an episode of game nights the other night that i didn't know existed where they had one of my favorite people ned fulmer from the try guys and guess what he was playing was it was it Jolene? Yeah, and he he uh, he blights the old Colossus, a dude, because they uh, were playing um, uh, the the Grixis general from New Capenna that puts stuff from the graveyard into play, and they got uh, the, they gave someone a Boldware heavyweight, and uh, the other dude tutored for Blightsteel Colossus. That's hilarious. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. And All right. Reason, reasons why to not play Boldware heavyweights in basically any context. Yeah, I mean, Goad. Also, speaking of Goad, Seth, uh, you have a deck that you uh, just started playing. Were we, were we speaking of Goad? Uh, yeah, because uh, the, uh, the, the Boulder Heavyweights was goaded. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, that, that card goads things, right. Okay, yeah, I made, um, I made the boar from Princess Mononoke, the, uh, the Kaisa, the one that goads uh, things that have enchantments that you control on them so it's basically kaisa an enchantress package and a bunch of incredibly bad um red green like common enchantments that like replace themselves or like come back to your hand when they go to the graveyard ross knows because he solved most of the list when i sent it to dice city oh but yeah that that list looked horrendous it was uh it was a deep cut <laughs> yeah um it's actually as i've played it a few games it's performed pretty decently well i think it's it's definitely like like morgan was saying it's like it's not particularly competitive um and it's but it's also i think it's I, I think it's not like a bad deck it's pretty solid it can do some powerful things like kaisa gets real big real quick because he gets the at the end of your turn he gets plus one plus one counters for each um creature he goads but when you when you put an enchantment on something it just goads every turn like it, it's not like a one and done thing um so he gets really big your opponents attack each other because they have to which is which is funny i think goads a fun mechanic that like is not really very present in our play group uh, so I wanted to introduce it a little bit. I don't really play Voltron Generals all that often, um, so I wanted to to kind of get back to that. So this was it had that, and then I got to I get to play a bunch of really bad hilarious cards. I could put Frog Tongue on things. People are like, "What does Frog Tongue do?" And I was like, "Nothing. It doesn't do anything. Don't worry about it." <laughs> it sounds about right for Frog Tongue. Yeah, ex yeah, exactly. It's great. So I don't know. I'm enjoying the deck so far. So I need a I need a little bit more uh, protection for Kaisa. He dies a little bit too easily, but okay. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Stuff like Bolt Bend and unfortunately, unfortunately uh, what is that? The the forty dollar one that like if you it's free if you can't. So that's oh, my Blackwing Swat. That yeah, it's like Swat. Yeah, I need, I need one of them, and I don't like that's, that I need one of them, but I need one of them. Seth, Seth, that's my surprise for you. So in the same order that Ross got an Eldritch Evolution in, I knew you were complaining about it, and I had some extra money, so I brokered a deal and got you a Deflecting Swat as well. Sick, Thank you. That's this awesome. is just me surprising everyone because honestly, I I will say this and uh, COVID's no joke, guys. Um, unfortunately, my my partner has it right now, so I've been relegated to being you know inside, and uh, I'm losing my damn mind. I miss my friends. I miss magic. Uh, I've just been fine tuning decks, and uh, so this is uh, really fun for me to get to spend some time with with my friends right now, just recording. Um, mm -hmm. That being said. Uh, Ross, how has the con been so far? I have been at the con for zero minutes of it being open, so, you know, I helped set up this morning. Oh. Okay. Uh, apparently it's been okay. Uh, lots of good sales, lots of good buys, so I got some sweet mana crypts, some good force of wills. I think we picked up some FBB duels and such, so, like... Not the the most buys, but like good solid ones. Any double masters etch cards coming through? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, we have a bunch of double masters for sale here, so like, hopefully someone will open one and sell it to us. Yeah, I'm uh, looking. Oh, for you guys a, got uh, you guys got collectors boosters? Oh yeah, we got like a case ish here. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, uh, we we had the opportunity to open that set, and we uh, we had some fun. Um, but let's uh, turn to the next two sets that are coming out. 
So Ross, uh, all of you, man, you wanted to talk about this. Dominator United's coming out uh, as the fall set this year, and it looks awesome. So, Honestly, I think I think it's really sweet. They have some cool cards that they've already previewed, um, and also just a really cool gimmick. It is a gimmick. Don't get me wrong. Them putting Legends uh, cards into uh, boosters, and it's very clear that they had this planned well ahead of time because they even designed cards around Legends. So, like, they knew that they were going to do this. Uh, I think it's kind of awesome. So talk to us a little bit about that. Expl- explain the Legends piece, and expl- also explain the box topper piece. The box? What do you mean the box topper piece? I actually so don't know what you the box topper oh. So there's supposedly, um, there are box toppers designed for the set. And I don't know if they're in the set, but they're na- So there is a Ramirez de Pietro card. Um, oh, I thought those were Island. commander cards. No, those are box toppers. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. As I said, the, the fact that they designed cards, the Ramirez de, P- de Pietro, the um, Torwaki, and the... Uh, Jasmine uh, Boreal. They designed those cards so clearly the where when they found in quotes Legends <laughs> boosters and found in uh, they fell off the back of a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Who in, knows in where it actually came from or what happened, but they got a few Legends cases. They designed some cards in the set for them and it's going to be Honestly, really cool. I actually really like those cards. They're kind of sweet or uh, sweet designs and such. Real kicker is that they they found those legends boosters uh, and they opened them. And in the collectors boosters, every thirty collectors, there is going to be a legends card in it. So one in every no, not one every. Uh, case. It's, it's, it's a, a three, three in every case. It's a 3% chance. Yeah, yeah, but it's about two in every case. They'll, uh, Legends card. So if you open a case, you'll probably get about two. And it's, like, don't get me wrong, you're probably going to get, like, commons, like Headless Horseman or Force Spike. But, like, those people who get those rares, it's, it's like uh, hidden treasures all over again. It looks so cool. But yeah, I'm into here, it. Yeah, here's my here's my only thing though. This is this feels really gimmicky, and also they they tone oh, down the legends. Gimmick. They tone down the legends list. Like there are cards that are not, you know, going to be on that. Uh, yes. So anything that was banned uh, for being offensive is gone. Anything by uh, Harold McNeil is gone. Uh, Harold McNeil, famously a schizophrenic Nazi. Um, yeah. Drew, in, uh, drew, uh, drew invoke prejudice. Yeah, drew oh, invoke prejudice, which yeah, looks yeah, like, okay. um, uh, not, yeah, we don't have to go into it. If you want to Google yeah. it, you can Google it yourself. Yeah. Google it if you want. It's, it's, you'll, you'll know when you see it. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's, he also did the art for Sylvan Library and Nether Void. So those yeah, cards are not Wait, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know that either. Yeah, so, so, there is no Sylvan Library at the Uncommon slot. And there's no Nether Void as well, right? And there's no Nether Void that you can pull. What's weird is there's no Mana Drain and no Land Tax as well. So, Mana Drain I, is like actually a really simple explanation. There were some issues in collation for Legends that a lot of people don't know about. Was that either boxes had entirely Caracuses or entirely Mana Drains. Oh, I did not know that. That's pretty, that's yeah. pretty weird. So if they just open cases, the cases that they got were just Caracas cases, <laughs> then there's just no mana drains to give out. Well, so they're destroying the supply of Caracases. So yeah, the market. <laughs> you know, you know, it'd be really sweet. Um, in the past at Dice City, we've done drafts with collectors boosters. If someone actually oh, yeah. opened a Caracas and a collectors booster to draft, and just that would be so hot. I know. <laughs> what what is what is the most expensive possible pull from Legends? What do we? What, 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 tabernacle, I guess. Let me take a look really quickly while we're we're 
still in this, but uh, I believe it's still Tabernacle. Um, I would assume it's Tabernacle. Yeah, it's easily Tabernacle. Then you have um, Chains of Mephistopheles is pretty up there. Yeah, okay. So the list goes the uh, Tabernacle, Abyss, Chains, Moat, Nether Void, Eureka, and All Hallows Eve is the seventh most expensive card, which Ross actually owns. I think I own two or three of those cards. Yeah, they're a seven uh, six hundred dollar card right now. I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I uh, bought it then, for thirty. And then Angus McKenzie, Gwendolyn DeCourcy, and Rasputin Dreamweaver. Oh man, let's go! Four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's sweet. Maybe I, can find, maybe I can finally get an English Rasputin. Unlikely. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, like it's a it's a three percent chance to get one, and then from there a the, the chance to get a specific card from Legends. Like it's let's, so long. Let's odds. do the math on getting a single pack of Legends. So you get two cards per, uh, per case. Yeah. So that means that you need to buy eight cases to get a full pack's worth of, uh, Legends. And you're not even guaranteed that full pack, so you don't. Yeah, you're, you're it's, it's, ran, it's, it's, it's fully random cards. I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm excited for. Uh, uh, I'm excited for a couple channels on YouTube that I recently got in contact with, which is also another surprise for you guys. Uh, Joey Moss from Bad Boy Gaming, Cracking oh, Packs MTG, and uh, Pack Opening Addict. Uh, I've been commenting on a lot of their posts and getting some good reactions from them. But I'm excited to watch them open tons and tons of collector boosters and see what happens. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I am excited for the person who opens some sweet legends card in our store. Yeah, yeah, especially in your store. I'm I'm also excited because some of the cards like they look good, but uh, I also I, I think you 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 made an inside joke to yourself because you said here's the kicker, and uh, they brought back kicker for the set again. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Kicker, yeah. Kicker. We're getting there's like a Jaya like. Teferi, like, weird, like, team-up card that's red base, but then has kicker, one one white or one blue to represent Teferi. So and, people are people are thinking that might be a cycle of, like, Planeswalker, like, team-up yeah. cards. And they already spoiled, like, three of the major storyline plots, uh, which is really unfortunate, in the, in the guidebook, so I don't know if you've read them, but I will kind of go out on a limb and do them here, unfortunately. Uh, do, they, do, you, do you want to spoil them on our podcast? I'm 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 gonna tell tell you what they are, and we can we can we can kind of I'm not gonna spoil them, but I'm gonna I'm, if you're intrigued, I will definitely go further. They finally reveal who the Raven Man is in the storyline, which is really a really really integral part to Magic's history. They re- revealed that. Yep. When? Apparently, it was leaked. I think actually, I I don't think it the guidebook stuff is like out. The guidebook isn't out, but uh, uh, it is. Um, I'll just say it. That's why. That's why I'm saying I. Well, well, that's why I'm saying let's... I don't want to necessarily say it if it's leaked. Like it's. I mean, they the the Raven Man gets a very good spotlight, and it is a character from Magic's past. Uh, it is someone who has never gotten a card. Actually, it's not correct. Interesting. Um. It. Um. Oh, well, let's just say if we feel like uh, telling you guys. We'll keep this in. If not, everything will be replaced with really loud bird noises. Yeah, I, I, really I, loud. I will, like deafening. I, I, will, I will. I will say who it is. In <laughs> but, uh, it is Limduel the Necromancer. I give up. Oh, oh, that's yeah, kind of cool. I, I actually thought it was uh, <laughs> interesting. Wait, did has Limduel never? Limduel has gotten no card. He's gotten Limduel's he, vault. He. But there's he, no ha- he, the, he has Boy, he has good. in fact gotten a card. There is has a he? card that is Limduel the Necromancer that was printed in Time Spiral. Oh, it's oh, yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. Nobody's ever played yeah. it, which is why I probably don't know what it is. But it is. It does exist. Oh right. Oh uh, no. I'm thinking of uh, what's his name, Lich Lord. You're thinking of what? The blue black Lich Lord, right? Drownu. Yes, I'm thinking of Drownu. Yeah, I mean Drownu also is a card. So, a couple other things that get spoiled, and we can bleep them out if not. Uh, Jaya Ballard dies. Oh, I didn't see that. Yep, she gets killed by a Phyrexianized Johnny. Yeah. Wait, Johnny's no dead? Uh, he's Phyrexianized. He's com- completed. He's completed. Apparently. 
Those are huh. the three big takeaways from the guidebook. Was that Johnny's dead. Johnny's, Johnny's dead. not dead. A Johnny and... is completed. There's a difference because completion, we don't know if it's reversible or not. It's probably. It's got to be reversible at some point. The fact that they killed or completed two major characters um, means that they almost certainly is going to make it reversible, but in the past it never right. has been. Yeah. Um, I do. I, Karn got infected, but was never completed. Right. So, so those those are the three big things coming out of the guidebook for the set, which is uh, the Raven Man gets revealed as a char- an actual character to Magic's lore. Uh, a, a Planeswalker dies, and a Planeswalker gets completed. Right. Um, we also it, saw what Phyrexia, New Phyrexia was doing with the, the world tree they stole from Kaldheim. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's in... The, I didn't even realize they had done I, that. I didn't either, to be honest. But it, it's in, there's like a big, like, um, the nine spheres of New Phyrexia, like, art piece, and, like, the, the lowest level is, like, references, like, the, the like, world-destroying tree or something. That it's, like, it's clearly a reference to, to like, the world tree that they're, like, now using. Uh, the other big thing is uh, we know Shelligrid is in the set. Yes, she's on, she's appeared in some flavor texts, I believe. Uh, Sheldred yeah, Shel- is in the set, and Sheldred is afraid of. So I don't. Sheldred's afraid of a lot of things. So who cares? I thought she was dead. Did I imagine that? Yeah. No. You. I agree. Um. Not really. So it was. Um. She was like sort of brought back to life. Oh, okay. I guess that does make sense. I just all I want to know is if a, if we're going to get Atraxa showing up in any capacity in any of these sets, but you know it, it, this seems like an interesting block, but it also is giving me very big War of the Spark vibes. And I know we talk about War of the Spark on this podcast and not and panning it, but like it's giving me War of the Spark vibes, guys. I'm sorry. War War of the Spark wasn't bad because it was a big like climactic ending to one of their storylines. It was it was bad because it had design issues and like the story wasn't good. I mean I don't know I, I like we'll we'll see how this one ends. Also this is not I don't this I don't think is this is the like culmination of the Frexian storyline the way War of the Spark was. No, I think it's a, I think it's like an Amonkhet turning point where like yeah. this is the big turning point for it but it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah now we're, we're, we're a couple sets out i think from like the ending of the fractions they're, they're gonna milk that for a little while yet i think i am excited also i don't know if ross knows this because ross is an lgs uh uh that we're getting i am not an lgs i'm a person he is a game store he has become game store destroyer yeah. of cards yeah we, we are getting these magic 30th anniversary promos Yes, I did see three of them. So I'm I'm excited for that. They're going to be old border foil curated cards, each from one of Magic's history. And so far, we've gotten Sarah Angel, uh, Finhorn Elves in German, old border foil, which is sweet. Uh, I'm super pumped for that. And I don't think anyone would ever hear me say that, but now I've gotten into foiling out my CDH deck, and uh, it's... I'm super excited for that. And then the other one is, uh, I don't even remember because it, it was bad. Uh, uh, ball Lightning. It is, it is Ball oh, Lightning. Oh, Ball Lightning. Okay. Yeah. Why, why Fintorn Elves in German? Why Fintorn Elves in German? That's kind of random. It is in German. It, that, from what I, I don't can tell, think it, it is in German. Spoilers, it, it, it specifically shows Sarah Angel English, Ball Lightning English, and then Fintorn Elves in German. Unless Three of the cards the in... Like, they 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 explain that three of the cards that we will be getting as promotions will be in different languages. Oh, okay. Huh. Weird. I I will admit I just saw the art. I did not read the text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I know the text of Finnorn Elves. I, I was not reading. Yeah, I just I just like that we're getting foil old border, and uh, you know, there's been some considerable. Uh, uh, we are getting etched back in the set as well. Etched is coming back for the Legends, which was confirmed as well. Okay. Uh, which uh, I I am super in on the new etching. Uh, I have been etch- getting etched foils for my decks recently, um, swapping out borderless foils for etched foils, because I think they're really cool, and they got that retro or- old border. We also have another set coming out, which uh, I'm not super sure 
Ross is super hyped on, but uh, I know Seth is kind of. I have no interest in this set. I mean, at I, all. I, I, I don't. I don't honestly really eat it. But yeah, the un, Unfinity spoilers hot off the presses. Like I, I literally just saw them this morning or posted on the Magic Reddit. There's some neat cards. There's also stickers. Apparently, are happening. Um, oh no. Oh no! Wait, did did I did I predict this in an episode ago? We we kind of predicted it. Not maybe not quite. Did you actually say stickers? I don't actually remember if that like it's. It, but they're they're happening. They're real. They're 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 going off. Stickers? No. Hold on. Let me. I'm I'm pulling up the. Like I said, these are like these are not even a day old at this point. I'm pulling up what the. Yeah. So some cards in in like in unfinity i guess drafts and in, in in general will have like a card that is a sheet of stickers that have that are, they're basically like counters like there's like a shadow sticker or like a plus one plus one or like certain power toughness setting ones and then other cards in unfinity will give you like a, a little sticker icon in the same way that you got like energy and then you can then put the stickers i guess you can pay mana to put the stickers on any card to modify it so like you give something a shadow sticker and now it has shadow you give something like a 2-2 power sticker and now it has that that power toughness um i think it's it's just kind of a like a funny haha meme way of doing counters pretty much but they will be black bordered and eternal legal which is the stick, the stick. I don't i don't yeah i don't know about that chief um it's a little so most so here's here's the exact the exact text that, I, that I'm reading off. The most sticker cards are eternal. In constructed, you choose ten unique sticker cards and randomly pick three of them per game. So apparently, you can't like just pick the most broken ones. I like I don't know if anybody will actually if they're good enough to actually see play, but it's it it's the exact same problem I had with that land they just printed where you have to like circle like two colors and it makes those lands where it's like it's just another thing to keep track of in already confusing like events and game states especially for new players it seems like the st and the sticker so it's actually really funny also apparently the stickers the reason unfinity was delayed is because the company that they were like contracting to have the glue for the stickers went out of business so they had oh my God, they had to find another one <laughs> which that's very funny that's very on brand very funny for infinity like i think that's hilarious that I, is so good I oh my just, god it's uh, really really <laughs> funny it's hilarious i think it's 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 yeah mara, mara said that at his at his at the 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 uh the the presentation yeah, he was giving i'm re i'm piece. reading the presentation and i just got you a card that's a real card and i'm sorry ross you you might actually want to be in on the set because there is a Legendary Eternal Red Black Minotaur Performer that is a mythic in this set. That's correct. Yeah. Is it a three mana two three? It's a three mana three three. Which is oh, just absolutely bad. just sacrilege. I don't know what the fuck they were possibly thinking. It's just the that. worst. Yeah, absolutely. Just a travesty. Um it's actually, so, just, it's actually pretty when they make the stat line worse. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's interesting. It's it's Note the name of target instant or sorcery card in your graveyard. Put it onto the battlefield face down. It's a 3-3 creature with whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, you may create a copy of the card with the noted name. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost if this creature would leave the battlefield exiled instead of putting it anywhere. It's I have no idea what the words you just said were. You basically morph an instant or sorcery, and then if it if if the morphed thing deals combat damage, you cast the instant or sorcery. Oh, okay. But they you, you can tell. By the way, I wish you guys could have seen my face when you were telling me about the stickers. I had like the like just like the most confused face. <laughs> I, I yeah, like this whole set seems like a travesty. It, it's it's <laughs> like and they it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and the the only redeeming factor it has those full art shock lands that they're using to sell the set. I'm not yeah, pretty much. Super, yeah, I'm not super sold on those, but you know, I don't want to talk about that. Well, the so the the problem is, I I, I think. I think the stickers in the context of the unset, it, fine, sure. If you want to do it in in the set, they're they're moderately amusing, I guess. It's fine. 
I, I just, I don't, the, the black border, I, I, the, the eternal legal, I don't, I don't get it. Why, why, who, who is asking for this? I don't understand. Donald, like you're going to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to like, well, the thing is, even if, if any, it's, it's the thing is, if any of these sticker cards are even remotely conceivably eternal playable, it, it's just, it's a mess because you're going to have to keep getting new stickers because they're going to stop being sticky after a while. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, so, but it's even worse though. So my, my, first thought when i heard it, is like oh stickers you're gonna put them on your sleeves and then they're gonna get like sticky residue stuff and it's gonna ruin the sleeve apparently it's less like no. a traditional sticker and more like a like a post-it note which is fine but that means it's gonna be less sticky and you're gonna have to replace them more often and this is like a galaxy brain way of like getting people to buy more stickers i guess i don't like it. well it is <laughs> it is a, it is a galaxy carnival themed set here is something i am reading right now that uh, there, the, the Shocklands that everyone's super hyped about are stoppers, which will be sold in draft and collector's boosters. Foil Shockland box stoppers, full art. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, Is yeah, I, I mean, whatever. I'm down for that. But then, I, you just I will buy say, the box. It still blows my mind that they didn't call this set Oniverse. That's yeah. true, actually. Yeah, that would be yeah, much better. Universal. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, make it so they can copyright it. I mean, there, the tribes in the set. Uh, first of all, says art, the artwork is just absolutely ludicrous as it always is. But some of the tribes in the set are amusement park, carnival. Vampires, merfolk, zombies, demons, goblins, spaceships, technology, robots, aliens. Yeah. So there, there, there is there is one card I actually do really like, and I think it's really legitimately hilarious. Um, it's called so it's a, it's a blue sorcery four and a blue. It's called animate object. <laughs> so it says you get seven. So you get seven stickers. So it's like it's how energy works. It's like you get the equivalent of like you get seven energy. Um, choose an inanimate object you own from outside the game. Put a power and toughness sticker on it, and you may also put a name sticker, an art sticker, and or an ability sticker on it, and then put it onto the battlefield as a creature. But you get to like slap a bunch of stickers on your dice box, and now it's a creature. I think that's really funny. I hope that's a black border card. Uh, they're all black. Uh, it is. Raw. It is not. Well, they're they're, like, they're all bla oh. they're all black bordered, but they some have. Oh yeah, no, there's like stamp. The, yeah. Yeah, I thought that the production delay was because they're having issues with the acorn stamp. That's also possible, honestly. I, be, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that if we if it comes out later that that's also true. <laughs> the acorn stamp is the uh, one that makes it not legal. Correct. Yeah. If it, yes. if it has the acorn Without stamp, it's the... not legal. If it does, if it does not yeah. have the acorn stamp, it is black. It is eternal legal. I mean, they're all black border, but it is eternal legal if it does not have the acorn stamp. Oh yeah. my God! There's a card that says creature spells you cast have sticker kicker. <laughs> I, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna digest this. Okay, I don't. Yeah, you know what, of, like, you know, I don't know what sticker kicker. Some is. of these are funny. Uh, this is straight up Donald's set, and he can buy a case of it. Okay. Right, you may pay an additional <laughs> one mana as you cast a creature spell. If you do, you get a sticker, and then you pick and put a sticker on it. So I don't know. I mean, I think I think the sticker mechanic is fun. It's funny. I just I really don't. I'm just not here for it being it being uh, eternal legal. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I I'm with you. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be awesome. We'll see. Yeah, I, 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 whatever. There's also showcase booster fun versions of the cards, which I'm just like, all right, whatever, fine. I mean, there, there's always going to be 10 million printings of everything. I mean, that's to be expected at this point. Yeah, they they realize that sometimes it makes them more money, and when it doesn't, it doesn't make them less money. So yeah. they're going to keep on doing it. We're Yu-Gi-Oh! We're Yu-Gi-Oh! now, guys. We, we, we are, in fact, Yu-Gi-Oh! now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, um, like for call, uh, not call time. Kamigawa, it like sold the set for like Crimson Vow. There was no saving that set. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually, someone was fire selling Crimson Vow collector packs at fifteen dollars the other day, and and the comments <laughs> under the there was a lot of them. The comments under them are five dollars offer a best offer a shoe. Best offer, bottle <laughs> cast. And I was just like, I, I put in an, an actual serious offer, and the guy was like, he messaged me, and he's like, you know, your offer was the most interesting, 
are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy, you know what, if it's a collector booster and I can get it at $10, sure, I'll gamble and I'll put it in, I'll put it in there. Wait, did you get a bunch of collector's boosters at $10? Uh, we're still working it out. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Like, He's getting massively trolled. I, I just felt greatest, but it's also not that. Bad. Yeah, I also felt people horrible, like, make it seem like it's way worse. Yeah, it's his. He he only had like twelve boosters, and I was like, you know, if, if I can get these at ten dollars a pop, I'm fine. If I can't, at least yeah, buy a box at ten dollars a pop. Yeah, that's like buy a box's worth of uh, collectors for. Uh, for a normal box price, but the pro- seems actually pretty. Well, the only problem with with this entire deal is it, it's the it's the Target Walmart one, so it's the single pack in like the jar, the gigantic packaging, and and like their individual, whatever. Yeah. It's still a pretty good deal. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's all weird. I'm looking forward to the next year or six months, really. Don't know about after that, but like <laughs> Dominary United looked sweet. Uh, I know a lot of people are really excited for uh, what is it, the Warhammer Commander deck? Yeah, Seth is super excited. And I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what's in them. I mean, I, 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 I've said multiple times on this podcast, it's a bad idea. It shouldn't be happening. But I mean, I'm a 40k fan, so it'll, I'll, it'll be fun <laughs> for me. Fair enough. And while unsets have never been my jam, people love them. So yeah. like. Having them around, like having them around, isn't bad. Like, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's a, really it's a net positive. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. A, and that's something. Yeah, like every time an unset comes out, I am thoroughly underwhelmed, mostly just because and just like. But then there are people who absolutely love them. It's it's great. That would be the name of the unset that you you would design. It could be called underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Underwhelming. Underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man. What else have we got? Well, I got. Well, I got. I got. I got a kind of bad beat story. It's not. It's more of an uh, expedition. Uh, okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah, Rega- bad beats. Regale us. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I already told this to Ross, but um, I recently acquired a tropical island. Not recently. A while back. And I oh, had this to one. go nice. through so many hoops to get this Tropical Island. Uh, so our, our good friend, uh, James Keene, who uh, I will shout out here, Alex Keene, thank you, uh, sent me a Tropical Island after a very large trade involving some of my Nickel Balls collection, which is now no more. Um, I still have my Vega the Watcher collection, which I'm not getting rid of. But uh, Alex's post people... Um, uh, sent the card to my old address. Oh, uh, and so, you know, luckily I live about five blocks away from my old address. So I called the building and no answer. And I um, walked over there. I don't have the old key fob to get in, but I was like, you know what? Maybe there's an off chance that this card is sitting there because I, I don't really want to open a claims investigation on a $500 card and try to like leave it in limbo. If it's saying it's delivered, Let's go try to take a crack at it. So I walk around the property, uh, wait at the front door, because no one is answering the management office whatsoever, and get let in, go to the mailroom. Nothing's in the mailroom. Go upstairs, knock on the door of the people who I would assume were in my apartment, because I, and I, you know, just going to be like, hey, did you get anything from uh, the original tenant? Here's my photo ID. And uh, no answer. So I walked down to the management office and no one was there, uh, but there is a large amount of packages sitting there. And on top of the packages is my package. And I'm just like, okay, yoink, yoink, yoink. walk out the back door, <laughs> very secure building. So happy I don't live there anymore. Tropical Island saved. The day was saved, <laughs> but it was just the, and sheer, the day and the day was, was saved. saved, but it was just so ridiculous. Like, now I wonder if all the mail issues I had during the pandemic were just based on the the ineffectual security of that building. Uh, yeah, usually that is the issue That's... with uh, mail. Yeah. 
I mean, the fact that you can just roll up and just be like, I'm taking this now. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but who's also going to It's my tr- it's my package. It's my tropical island. No, I, I I understand that. I in in this case, but if it was not your package, you could have done the same thing. Uh, I will say, I on another mail note, I also almost had a heart attack the other day. Um, the ancient brass dragon that, package yeah. came in, and I had gotten some other cards in a trade with it, and I opened the you know how they have the little um little box little plastic box where they put multiple cards in sometimes when they're mailing it in a bubble wrap and things like that i open that there's no ancient brass dragon i start freaking out freaking out like i'm like oh man i got god oh god no and then i text my friend who because it's it's someone who i I do i've done i'm like dude i think they opened the package there's nothing like there's another flip inside of the box because it's it's wrapped in um in uh, cardboard inside of the uh, and then there's a separate box and then inside of the other flip of plastic there's a top loader with the ancient dragon taped down to it so it was just like a puzzle <laughs> i was like oh, yeah oh my why, god why why though uh because the ancient dragon was worth more than the other cards that i got, got in the trade oh, oh okay i guess we use those did we start sending you ancient co- copper dragons like we do vega the watchers it seems i feel like, like i'd like, make actual like money on that so I, I don't know if that's good that's actually probably true yeah, yeah. that would not <laughs> we can't really do that joke with a, a non-meme card. but you can like send me inferno of the star mounts i like that card i don't know i'll send you that card um you, you like that card uh, it's, I'm playing in the treasure deck. Yeah, it's a finisher. It's quite good. Inferno the Star Mounts. Yeah. What does this card do? So oh, Inferno God. the Star Mounts is the is the legendary dragon from the D and D original set, where it is countered. Yeah. Oh, it dragon has, plus you win the game. Yeah, it it, it, it can't be countered. <laughs> you pump it, and if its power is over twenty, it deals twenty damage to any target. Oh, that. I guy. thought it okay. won the yeah. game. No. <laughs> but but Fair I enough. found that in this treasure deck, uh, which is cracked, at least the first time I played it, it was cracked. The next couple times I had to do mana fixing. Uh, when you play bootlegger stash, Zorn, a treasure maker, which is just the bootlegger stash and lands. And the 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 card from uh Baldur's Gate that turns your non uh your your non your your tokens into mana cap for green. You just you just win the game. Okay, that, that does sound cool. Yeah, it yeah. was it was really yeah. fun. Um, so I'm excited to play that with y'all. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean that was my kind of expedition bad beats weird menacing story about saving myself five hundred dollars. Well done. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I'm proud of you. So Ross, when uh, what are you looking? What are you gonna be looking out for today? Because I know there's a lot of other stores there. So anything you're hunting? Uh, textured Ulamog. Oh yeah, you're on a weird. He's so Seth. The man's gone farther down the rabbit hole than I have. Oh boy, I'm getting a textured Ulamog and a textured Kozilek. I already got the Kozilek. Need the Ulamog. And when he says textured, he doesn't mean <laughs> etched. He means textured full art foil borderless from Double Masters. Hey, it's only like. Three hundred dollars. Oh, I, I I was gonna ask. I don't even know what is what is. I was gonna ask what is what is text. There are four yeah, there are know what cards in uh, the Double Master set that can only be open in collectors boosters. They are okay. variations of the full arts of the two planeswalkers and the three Eldrazi's. Um, so. Okay. There is an Emrakul, a Kozilek, an Ulamog, a Liliana, and a Renin Six. So I'm trying to get Ulamog and Kozilek for my Gitrog monster deck. And right, yeah, but their okay. texturing yeah. is that of the secret rares in Pokemon, the trading card yeah. game. So they have a, a nice kind of texture to them. And I, I'll, I'll show you uh, the next time you know we're around my Pokemon cards, which will maybe be next week. Who knows? Um, but they're cool. They're just Really, really, there's supposed to be one per case. Yeah, and the thing is, that I think literally everyone but the Ulamog has been opened in our in the store. And the only two that the store hasn't gotten is the Ulamog and the uh, the Renin Six. Uh, it's so rough. I think five Kozleks have been opened in the store. 
<laughs> it's like it's so brutal. Someone opened one yesterday. It was a textured cause like it's like, God damn it. <laughs> it felt so it was so good for them, but it was like the fifth one that I saw open this. Oh, story. I'm so like, sorry. You, you, see, you see it in the pack, you see like, oh, it's a colorless card with a ten converted mana cost. Damn it. I'm so I'm so <laughs> sorry that you opened a three hundred dollar card. And I, I have to shout out our friend Mike. Um not Mike Dixon, I'm sorry, but uh our friend Mike. Uh, he was going through the worst collector packs that he could possibly open, and the last pack, Saving Grace, like he got bulked out. The last pack, Saving Grace, was a foil full art Imperial Seal. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Saved his, yeah, that, saved, was, that was that was a good one. Saved his bacon. Saved the day. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, and then our friend Min went to Target and found collector packs under MSRP and opened. A foil floor dockside extortionists. Nice. I have I heard that at the target near us that they are manually crossing out numbers and writing new numbers on the stickers. At first year was fifty and then it was like seventy and now it's like ninety oh, for the collectors packs. <laughs> they're just like increasing the prices and they're doing it in like Sharpie. It's great. That's what I call a paper trail. <laughs> yeah, the it was really sad. So I did a draft at uh, at my place with um, with Guillermo, the guy I work with, and he brought a box of dra- of draft packs. And I tried to convince him to let me pay for them, but he wanted the cards. And then I proceeded to open Imperial Seal and a full art foil dockside. <laughs> it was so brutal. Well, you know when you have That's when you've crazy. invested in Tesla money and Ethereum, you you can do whatever you want, right? <laughs> Well, when you got out of Ethereum at the right time, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that, that feels brutal. Um, but Oh, it's all good. Yeah. I, I, meanwhile, I'm snatching up every etched foil Kozlik and Ulamog I can find because I think they're way too underpriced right now. But that's just me, so whatever. Yeah, the etched are interesting because they're all, like, none of them are, like, super expensive. But a lot of them, like, the higher-end ones, like, Maybe caverns like over a hundred, but like none of them are crazy. Uh, You'd expect um, the dockside is more expensive uh, than the full art foil. Yeah, and you'd expect some of these cards to be more ex- expensive because they can only be open in collectors boosters. Like it's the same number of slots for etched as there are borderless, and there are more etched cards like that you can get. So oh. they're just rare. Yeah. I mean, oh, you still have the Warriors of for Seth, right? I'm so excited for that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, you still need so one. The, the what? The what? I'm sorry. Warriors of. Uh oh yes, I do actually. Yeah yeah yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, the, I was I was like, what is Warriors of? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, the, you know the spell that does yeah. the thing. Yeah yeah. yeah. The, thing, the, the thing that I've been proxying since I made that deck. Yeah definitely. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right, so we. I mean, we. We'll hope that Ross comes back with some good spoils from stuff um, as we as we you know wind down uh, before anyone has any last minute stuff. I'll take a moment to shout out all our the cool people who uh, support us and hang out with us. You know, uh, Far Galaxy Games, Dice City Games, Big Planet Comics, um, Bad Boy Gaming, MGG North, Amas Island. Our producer uh, Mark, who uh, will always have fun editing these. These beautiful, beautiful things. Um, uh, we actually had some emails from some people. Our, our Saturday and Sunday night group. Uh, you know, you can always stop Twitter's at kicking underscore myself. Email us at kicking myself mtg at gmail dot com. Nailed it. Um, uh, Liquid Death. I'm still looking for a sponsorship. Come on, hook it up. Uh, <laughs> hook it up, please. Like, I, I beg of you, uh, uh, MTG Sick Deals, James Keenan, thank you for just being a homie. Yeah. Uh, anyone else got any last minute tidbits of business, things they're building, anything they're excited for? I'm excited to play with Ross. I haven't played with Ross in weeks. Weeks? Weeks. I am weeks. looking forward to avoiding Morgan Moore. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a tragedy it's a tragedy because next this coming week is Otakon which means that I won't see a lot of my friends but 
I also have a bunch of influx of friends coming in. Also, one of my spec targets paid off. What's that? Uh, I, I had been picking up D and D, because I will not dignify it with commander with the Commander Legends uh, imprint. D and D etch cards at quite a very little amount of money, and uh, my Mirum spec, which is not very much the spec, honestly, it's more of just like a no brainer. Uh, I've been buying them at fifty cents a piece. They jumped up to seven dollars over the weekend. Ooh, nice! Oh boy! So I have a couple of those. And some other stuff that uh, has, is starting to see an upward trend. So, uh, yeah, Seth, I don't have a trade binder. I just have an investment portfolio now. <laughs> I mean, has, that's always been the case. I think. Yeah, but you, you, <laughs> you, on the other hand, have three trade binders and have been actively trading. So I'm so proud of you. I don't, I don't know about actively. I've been trading, which is more than I had been in the past. Anybody else got anything, anything on their wish list, anything that they're just like, besides the cause, like besides the, you know, something that you want to super crack because I, I'm not super sold on Imperial Seal because I don't really think I need it for any decks right now, but. That's fair. But no, I think, I think that's about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think summer, summer resurgence of magic is alive and well. We're at the tail end of summer. Um. No one has sent me any Vega the Watchers. I'm very disappointed in all our listeners. I, I really don't get it. I, I don't know how many times well, I Well, we haven't recorded since the last time someone sent you a Vega the Watcher. Huh. Huh. Eh. Vega the Watchers. <laughs> Ooh, now he wants them. Now I want okay. them. Now and, we need to and, start and, and something ancient, else. And ancient copper dragons, if you are, have infinite money to do or that. Or just send me bulk rares. <laughs> I like, if, if people send me bulk rares, I'm always down for it, because I'll, 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 I'll find something bad in them, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, if you send me something that you want signed, I will sign it, send it back to you, and I will send you a signed Vega the Watcher back with it. There are so many cards that you're we can make You're not allowed to get rid of those Vega the Watchers. No, you're not. That's true. You, they need to like fill up your house one day. Uh, they, we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna Morgan we're gonna bury you with. But them. I've like, already got an entire in, shelf like, filled up with boxes of Vega the Watchers. There's an entire shelf already filled up in one of the closets of Vega the Watchers. Uh, uh, well, well, one entire like shelf? Like... Yeah, that sounds like we need more shelves. Sounds like we you need more of that closet filled. Yeah, well, that's that's super. Unless important. it's like from floor to ceiling, Vega the Watchers, it isn't enough. Mm. I just hope they make a Vega the Watcher plush one day. Oh, uh, that sounds unlikely. Oh, they, what do you mean? Yeah, they made, they made Nickel Balls plush. And like Nickel Bullis happens to be the largest character in the game. Like, <laughs> Big of the Watcher is a character nobody remembers or even knows why he's even in the set. Mm, that's fair. Except for you. He's a bird. Kaldheim's a good spec target, a good bird, but anyway... All right. Anyone, uh, anyone else got any shout outs for uh, a shout out Guillermo? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. Hope he's OK. Um, good man. Good man, Guillermo. That, that Guillermo is a good guy. I'm going to hang up now if the listeners are still here, because we probably stopped the recording by now. You guys have a good one, too. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> have a good rest of the con. Yeah, no problem.